live from VentureX Studios, it's JP, Kathy, and the crew. And happy oh, Friday. Crew. It's time to complain. Friday. No, it's not. It's complain day. Oh, we're. It's time to complain. And I'm going to tell you <laughs> what's funny is I started that complaint is this because on a string I, is this in because Facebook. Oh, you're talking and, about the, the thing oh, from yeah, yesterday. So we're going yeah, back. No, I'm stuck. Sometimes JP and I, um, when, no, we do our, when we do our pre-production meetings, sometimes they are just rant fests. Well, this one's going to be. <laughs> it and then it I'm was with this somebody morning, but just, I forgot yesterday. Oh, this woman does not have a clue. And it's hilarious. Are and, you commenting back? Oh, I'm going to here in a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I so she'll know who she is. I all of this evidence about how <laughs> oh, we're moving towards a totalitarianism. And her thing is... People are dying. People are dying. If Trump hadn't just refused to accept the pandemic, Biden wouldn't have to be doing these things. Oh, really? Don't, don't really. even. So anyways. Don't so even. We're going to be discussing the CDC <laughs> and their encampments. Oh, or We lost our minds yesterday when we saw Humanitarianism. Oh, mm. No, this is shielding humanitarianism. Oh, honey, you try you. By the way, communal latrines. And I was reading to Nathaniel and Brett. My college dorm days. You gotta be kidding me! We're gonna put our disabled and our elderly who are super high risk into these green zone camps. Yeah, and so you don't think they're gonna be passing around strep throat, the flu, the common cold, things like that? Well, I just can't wait for COVID nineteen to sneak in and just attack them and kill them all. I mean, because oh. you're putting them all in one place. Oh, well, and so then, then you have one worker who brings it in. Yeah, there's a well, whole, there you go. There's a reason why after the Civil War, people didn't just line up and march in the open field shooting at each other. Just because you don't put everybody in one place. Well, and then, then that, that's why guerrilla warfare then that, works. That leads to another discussion, which you might be having today. I don't know. If, I don't know if if, you're, if you've got this on our agenda, but it was something we discussed yesterday, and that's. Freedom Fighters Unite. Oh, now we're going to be shut down from everything. I hope so. I hope so. So then we're going to talk a little Afghanistan. Of course, what I love now is what's starting to surface from the left on social Mm. media is, Mm. hey, guess what? Are you ready? Are Uh, you ready? uh Uh-uh. What made you an expert on Afghanistan? Well, let let me go ahead and let me lay this out for you. Yeah. I don't have to be an expert to know that you don't evacuate your entire military force and abandon a base. Oh, I'm gonna s- and leave fifteen thousand Americans behind and sixty five thousand Afghanis. Who one of them, an interpreter, came on Fox News this morning and said, "Hey, you know what? I wish I would have never helped the Americans out because now I am in a situation. He's got blood everywhere. I mean, it's just like, wow. And the Taliban are now going door to door, and if they don't like you, they're hanging you." And there's video on this. There's yeah, audio we, on this. I mean, hey, wow. it's hey. Uh, it's it's National Radio Day. I well, just saw well, a post hey. from like from several years ago that I did for us for National Radio Day. How are fun! You, are you not listening to me? How fun! No, I am. And, I'm saying and, important things. Oh, and I'm and I'm nodding my head because. I, then I, I want to know where are all the feminists, where are all the the squad, all these women's rights. Where is everybody marching with the pink hats? No, in, no, the are, vagina hats. Are they not in arms, up in arms, over how these Afghanistan women are being treated? There was a woman who didn't wear a burqa out in public, and guess what? She got killed. Yeah, see ya. Where's, but where's the outrage? Well, 
because you know women who were who women who were on the news have now been removed. Um, I mean, literally, you know, women are fearful. I can't even imagine the horrific atrocities that are happening right now. And where are these American feminazis who are all over this kind of stuff? Where are they? Well, and my big issue it's, is the hypocrisy. I thought it was deafening. Now it's worse than deafening. What's worse than deafening, John? Deafening. Ultra super, deaf, ultra super deafening. Super deafening. It, it, the is ridiculous. Deafening. It's ridiculous. Just Let's ridiculous. See. All right. Here we go. We've got comments already coming in on our page, um, and it's a busy time already. Uh, let's see. Loriston Crockett says, that's why we need to be talking about host defense peptides. They have and the Loriston, ability to kill we're gonna get you on the show. fungi, I'm so sorry. bacteria, and viruses. Yeah, this I'm so sorry I didn't Mother call Nature you yesterday. has given us to get our immune system yep. to destroy pathogens. Coach Quigley says, good morning. Um, yeah, yeah Loriston, he had a product that was on Amazon that was removed. This is There's a story there. Hey, Ann Guzman. Yeah, so, we, need to put, yeah. we, need to, we need to party with that. Yeah, so rock and roll, Loriston, we'll have you on next week to discuss so this. So howdy to the crew that's crazy. joined in this morning. And then, of course, we've got to talk about crackers. No, I, I did not say cracker. <laughs> I said crackers. And so the cracker versus flavored crackers. Like Triscuits. Well, I'm going to tell you. Or I think even like Wheat Thins and different ones have these flavored crackers. There's like a billion different types of crackers now as well. Yes. Like the poor there saltines. There used to just be saltines back in the day. Yeah. Or Ritz, like that if you poor, wanted to go fancy. That poor Galler guy, they've gotten beaten up that old saltine. Yeah. Good luck. And sometimes just a good old saltine is really good with like a thing of tomato soup or something like that. But anyways, we're going to talk about flavored like now triscuits have like a bajillion different flavors so how do you reconcile doing the flavors like fire roasted salsa olive tapenade i don't know and coach quickly and says garlic so coach quickly said quickly quickly <laughs> coach quickly hey, says <laughs> everything sits better on a ritz there you that go. needs to be a commercial I think it is. Oh, oh, is it? I think that's their slogan. Oh, is that their slogan? I think so. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> really? I, I, don't think watch, it, I think it is. I don't watch it? TV. I think it is. I don't watch TV. Yeah, but even if you don't watch TV, I don't think we're on our JP. on fire. I, I don't watch TV. JP, Kathy, and the crew. We are. I'm watching Oh, we it. are? Oh, we are? Oh, there we are. Okay. I'm watching it. There we are. I don't have my computer today, so I don't see Restream, so I'm on JP, Kathy, Oh, Bro you're actually on the Facebook. I am. And Guzman says, today in history, Biden accepted the Democratic nomination and pledged to end. Yeah, you ready for this? The chaos in the country created by Donald Trump. We are literally sitting worse than we ever have as Americans. We are. And it's not even a year into this man's administration. No. I'm telling you, well, you know, when when uh, Congressman Taylor was in studio the other day, um, you know, I told him about mutual friend of ours uh, from from the radio podcast world who said I had to call and apologize to somebody I've never had voters <laughs> remorse more than I do right now and and this guy it wasn't any policy issues with Donald Trump that he had a problem with he didn't like his personality didn't like his Twitter his tweets on Twitter right um, which ironically so you've got the head of the Taliban or one of the heads of the Taliban is on Twitter but President Trump is not so who's more dangerous anyways and then we I've got to show you a picture I'm, well, I think I'm gonna get this better on than the screen. that unilaterally you know even President Trump like him don't like him he didn't run into Afghanistan and pull all the troops out he listened to the people around him. Senator There's Lindsey no Graham. no knee-jerk reaction. Right. Senator Lindsey Graham came out this morning and said, you know, when President Trump was, and I, I don't have the South Carolina accent, but um, when President Trump was pulling 
the, wanting to pull the troops out, they had told him, you need to leave a force behind to protect our air base because our air base, it's not an air force base, it's an air base. Our air base has immense technology for intelligence gathering for the region, and it gives us a place of contact, number one. Number two, we have got to be able to properly evacuate out Americans and those that helped us. Number three is we have to be able to have the opportunity to stabilize the region. We're not there to nation build. We're not there to create a democracy. What we're there for is to prevent another 9-11 and stop Afghanistan from becoming a hotbed. And that's how it becomes, JP, an interest in America and us here on American soil. Because as the congressman pointed out the other day on our show, and you and I have discussed this before, the most important thing is that you and I, that we can all here in America go about our business. We can come up here to VentureX Studios, not worried about being this being a building that gets targeted or Frisco being targeted or whatever the case may be. It's about safety, and that's what this was about, and that's where people have never understood. They're like, well, you just can't go into another country and blah, blah, blah. Well, first of all, America helps a bajillion countries, so let's not even get started on that, even though we've right. got so many problems right here in our own backyard. It's not even funny. But again, it's about Americans being safe, especially and above everything on American soil. Well, and here's the thing, right? Here's what's going on. What's going on is that we've got a group of people called the Taliban that our president said not so long ago that he did not trust. But now we are entrusting the Taliban, which they are not doing, to allow our people to get to the airport, to get on planes, to fly out. This is a fact. This isn't a left thing. This isn't a right thing. That is a fact. We have people that had dedicated 20 years of their life to the American way in Afghanistan, helping American military, helping American contractors, British contractors, French contractors, to go in and help stabilize so we don't have any other terrorist groups that pop up and use Afghanistan as their playing field. And... Essentially, Joe Biden, without discussing it with NATO, I mean, even NATO's mad at this guy, without yeah. discussing it with our allies, just goes in. Oh, our allies have been, I mean, British Parliament, one of the gentlemen was just in a very classy, very intelligent way, dogged President Biden for making a unilateral decision, you know? Um, yeah. You know, and, and Dr. Good says, I'm not understanding how someone with as many years in Congress as Biden could make this many errors. Well, but this isn't his first blunder. Look at Iraq. When he was when he was in the ad- administration with Obama, he committed several huge blunders when it came to Iraq and foreign policy. You know, what happened is, is that a bunch of people got behind him and said, hey, this guy's a foreign policy guru. But then <laughs> when we started lining up his record, it was like, oh, you're just from the right and you hate. You're just a bunch of haters. And it's like, no, no. not a hater. Don't understand where that's coming oh, from. Okay, are, are, Look are at you, their facts. I mean, this guy said this. It's on video, for yes. God's sakes. Yeah, I mean, you can go back and watch it on YouTube. Google it. Well, let me ask you this, um, John. And oh, I was going to say, I'm just, I just got so mad. I forgot what I was going to say. Go on. I'll, I'll remember it. Okay. It made me so mad that it was in my head and it exploded and it left. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> so poor Gail goes, happy, happy Friday. Yeah, yes. Gail, sorry. A lot of bitching going on today. That's just the way of the world for today anyways. We're ranters short, today. For a short period of time we're, anyways. We're ranters today. Um, but to kind of wrap this up, because we can only beat a dead horse for so long. To wrap this up, 
one of the things that is now going on is the frenzy of, uh oh, SpaghettiOs, how do we get these people out? The British and the French have already laid down their dedication to getting out the folks that helped them and their citizens, and they're going back in to get them. The American president and, the, and our commander-in-chief has got to step up and send in the troops to bring home our American. The Taliban has to know we are not soft and that we are not going to allow them to keep Americans out of the pulling, airport. Do you think they'd be pulling these shenanigans with Trump? I know I just saw something. No. I haven't been able to vet it, and it was just a news link on Facebook, and I don't know what where the link is from. So this is non-vetted information I'm giving you. And, and Brett, if you can pull up the image I just sent via via um, email, um, they're saying that Biden is saying that the people getting out of Afghanistan, the Americans getting out, can pay for their own flights. I hope, certainly I hope that's a misreporting oh, of I information. Don't know. I, I, no, I haven't heard any of that. I just literally saw it on Facebook. I haven't been able to vet it. Don't yeah, know any. I don't don't know. know if it's legit. If it is, got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. And my, my point earlier was, um, at the end of the day, we knew, you and I voted for Trump, President Trump in 2020. Yes. We knew that we were not, and because we know we've, followed Joe Biden forever in a day because he's been in D.C. forever. He is a career politician. It is what it is. Right. Um, so he is, um, since he is is in office, we knew we were going to disagree with policy. We, there was just stuff we knew right away. Okay. But do we want him to fail so miserably that we're we're not safe? I mean, again, it's like, and we've, we've said this, used this analogy before, when Obama was in office, when Trump was in office, if you want the president of the United States to fail, that's like being on an airplane saying, I sure hope this pilot can't fly the plane. Now, so, now this is a picture that somebody posted on the Allen, um, uh, Allen Republicans Facebook page last night. Planes, guns, night vision goggles, the Taliban's new U.S.-made war chest. Yeah, now, I don't get it. Why did, did you send this to Brett? Yeah, I just sent it to him. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. I just sent it to him. I was going to well, say, Brett, great job, if not. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's forward thinking. Yeah. Um, so this was on um, a friend of mine posted in Allen Republicans last night, and I was like, okay, this is this is so telling. I, I don't yeah. get this. Well, here's what I don't understand. Did they leave the keys in and everything blowing, running? Why aren't we blowing every one of these things up? I, if we're not going to keep it. If our people, if our military is not using it, it goodbye. Blow it up. Yeah. You know what they're not showing in here are the helicopters. Oh, yeah, th this is just one of many yeah, that are out there. We left there. helicopters yes. behind, yeah. too. I mean, come on. Yeah. So here's, you know, bottom line is this. <sighs> we need to get in, get our people. You know, Gail Meeks has already posted it on the, on the feed as well. Why aren't we going in there and kicking the Taliban's ass? Yep, I agree. I can't disagree with you. And I don't understand I don't it either. I know the French and the British are getting ready to go do that. And, and you'll hear what's so funny is Lindsey Graham <laughs> said we're, this morning, Lindsey Graham said, don't get left of the French. That's what, that, that's what I was just, I was, I was like, the, the French are busting move, and what are we doing? I yeah. mean, that's, seriously, come on, folks. Yeah, don't get left of the French yeah, is what I mean, Lindsey Graham on, says. Come on, You know, it used to be don't get left of the Americans, I guess, but not anymore. Um, here's what's happening, and I'm going to tell you, this is, the, this is the afterglow. We are bleeding the American spirit. Mm. It's what Joe Biden thinks he's doing and the far woke left is doing. Biden is acting unilaterally, making these decisions like he's a totalitarian leader. He's like an authoritative authoritarian leader. And everything that's fascist. the opposite of our government. It's the opposite of what our founding fathers 
and people who went before us fought for all these right. all these you know generations ago it just it, it you just shake your head and you're like there's just one problem after another problem after another problem and the man hasn't even been in office his administration hasn't even been part of it part of this you know the fabric of the presidency for a year yeah that's scary yeah it's way bad scary i mean and, and, and so the, you know all the stuff with afghanistan so we're not talking about something that's literally going on in our backyard you saw it when you were in um down at the border um, for, for training the other day in south yeah. texas just horrific issues well, and, and it's talk not to the folks, in just and texas talk to the folks down there too yeah i, I oh, had very oh. interesting candid conversations Hi, with some Hi, people Elizabeth. Yeah. So, bottom line yeah, and, is this. And Elizabeth said it's all of our tax dollars that bought those right. things. Oh, yeah. Finest military equipment you can buy. And we've just left it there for them. So, the afterglow he's looking for oh, is to bleed the American God. spirit, make people feel like they're inadequate, and it's not happening. Instead, the American people are, are reviving their – it's almost like watching the revival during the 9-11 incident oh, where the American people are starting to, I mean, cause it's Democrats, independents and Republicans giving this guy an F for what he's doing. Oh yeah. Well, they're, they're Democrats who they want to be, they want to be reelected right? because their congressional spots up, which right. they're all up every two years. And those folks do not want to be tied to this in any way, shape or form. But then I go back to what Congressman Taylor said the other day when he was in here, he said, well, where was, he said, this was a, you know, I mean, literally this decision, this colossal Biggest mistake, biggest smear stain on American history. Okay, Biden made this decision. So it is what it is. It it was a unilateral decision like you've discussed, you know, at length. But here's the thing. Where was Pelosi? Where was anybody in well, Nancy, the Democrat leadership? Well, Nancy Pelosi is starting again now. Uh, well, now she now she because it's because we're seeing which way the wind's blowing. Right, on right, polls. right, right. Yeah, Nancy Puss Pockets Pelosi is <laughs> getting ready to fire back up again. What, what did I used to call her? Nancy Nails on the chalkboard. I don't know. Yeah, that was another one of them. Yeah. So um, here's the thing: we need to go get our people. Joe Biden, send our military in. Take care of your business. You didn't listen to the military when they advised you to leave a small group back to take and protect things from like this from happening and take our base back and take our embassy back. Yeah, Those what are the ours. heck? I think it's interesting Russia and China get to keep their Their no flags questions. are still flying. Yeah, get down there and take care of business. It's, but again, it shows you the Taliban knew I'm not. they're not going to mess with, the, yeah. with, with Russia or with China. No. And I'm telling you, if President Trump were still president, first of all, this wouldn't have happened. Um, we would not, this wouldn't even be well, a talking point. it didn't point. happen because he had a chance to do it and he didn't And he didn't. It. Well, and, and here's the thing. They, they would know President Trump is going to put Americans first, even if those Americans are in mass in another country. And now there are people, oh gosh, what did some, somebody said on like MSNBC or M, whatever, see, one of those shows that I obviously don't watch. Um, and somebody, if, if you did see the news clip, let me know. But they were talking about percentage wise, how many people are over in Afghanistan. And really it's, it's a drop in the bucket, the percentage that over there that are Americans. So, I mean, what's the big deal? You're kidding me. Well, I mean, if we had 10 people, if we had nine people, if we had one person, I, I don't get it. Well, I, I'm like, how can you dismiss life like this? Well, they do it easily. Well, I was going to say, they do it with So with now it's time to shift. Time. Here you go. You ready for this? We've started that blunder. In 2020, July of 2020, the CDC released an article. Brett, yeah. if you'll throw that up, please. I want folks to be able to see this. We're going to go through this. 
And here's my shift in this. And if you'll put it on the main screen where you can, there you go, perfect. Um, Chuck last night, well, Charles Gura sent me this last <coughs> right. night. And I had several others all of a sudden send me this last night. Enough for me to be alarmed that I sent it to Congressman Taylor and his one of his uh, head folks. His chief staff, yeah. Lonnie. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then also to Matt and Jeff Leach, Matt Shaheen and uh, Jeff Leach. And, and breaking news, as of last night, we do have quorum in the state house in Texas, so we can conduct special uh, session business, FYI. So, That's a good thing. So this came up July 26, 2020. Donald Trump said, Wapoom, we're not doing this. This is not happening. <laughs> That's like a transformer sound or something. Was it? I don't know. Well, I need to transform <laughs> something. That's for darn sure. So what are we talking about? Interim operational considerations for implementing the shielding approach to prevent COVID-19 infections in humanitarian settings. Wow. Doesn't that sound pretty? That is for, let me go, take Americans out of their homes, put them in green zones, you heard me correct, where they could be using latrines, because that's what our disabled and high-risk want to be able to use. Um, and then you really can't come see your loved ones in these green zones, because we're afraid that COVID might get in. And if COVID were to get in, then, oh, my God, we'd wipe out an entire segment of our population in one fell swoop. But, yes, our American government or our CDC put this together. All of a sudden, this is starting to resurface. And, you know, I said this last year, and I've said it multiple times, that the pandemic will find another pandemic to keep this thing going to keep Americans afraid. So I posted this last night on Facebook, and I said, why are we allowing our personal freedom to be challenged and be taken away from us? And so if you could please scroll, Brett, up about two or three paragraphs. I mean, I'm sorry. I always get that wrong. Down. All right, here we go. So these are the shielding approaches. Household level, a specific room area designated for high-risk individuals who are physically isolated from other household-level members. So low-risk HH members should not enter the green zone. If entry is necessary, it should be done by only the healthy individuals after washing hands and using face coverings. Interactions should be at a safe distance, minimum movement of high-risk, so forth, and social distancing. So then you have the neighborhood level. A designated shelter group of shelters, maximum 5 to 10 households, within a small camp or area where high-risk members are grouped together. Neighbors swap households to accommodate high-risk individuals. Help me out with this. What does that mean? Swap households to accommodate high So that means that if I'm in this green zone now on the neighborhood level and we have a bunch of high-risk people within a 5 to 10 household radius, I've not got to give my house up to bring them together? I, I, yeah. Are you kidding me? These are my property rights you're now going to steal from me that have been written on way before the Constitution was written by Thomas Jefferson and Benjamin Franklin? Are you serial? <laughs> then we've got the camp sector level. This is fun. A group of shelters such as schools, community buildings, with a camp sector maximum of 50 high-risk individuals per single green zone where high-risk individuals are physically isolated together. One entry point is used for the exchange of food, supplies, etc. A meeting area is used for residents and visitors 
to interact while practicing physical distancing, no movement into or outside the green zone. Somebody tell me what that sounds like and why that's okay. How does anybody argue with me on Facebook when I give you the tenets of totalitarianism? And Dr. Good and I talked about this yesterday when she sent me different pieces of that. Right. How on earth do you tell me that Joe Biden is not looking at this, and that's why it's resurfacing, to start sticking people in green zones and start taking schools and community centers to move 50 people, your loved ones, my my father. My father's not going into a green zone. And I had somebody tell me when I talked about personal freedom that I was fear-mongering, it's in writing. Your CDC did this. I'm not fear-mongering. This is real. Somebody considered this. So let's put all of our high-risk individuals in one place so that in that exchange of food, supplies, that somebody's carrying COVID-19 and hasn't taken a test that day because they got too busy, and so they're shuffling food and COVID-19 off into a green zone, and you're going to knock off 50 people. Really? Well, you're, I mean, then, okay, then what do you do? Does this green zone, does this green zone become an ice, you know, a makeshift ICU unit? This is the kind of stuff we read about when COVID first started over in China. People literally crying because their loved ones were being taken off in big, you know, trucks to these camps. And, and we were like, this is this is unreal. Well, you ready for this? This individual had the nerve to tell me that in certain Asian countries <clears throat> in Australia, this is really working. And, and I said, you know what? They have never been in a republic. They have never been in a democrat, a democracy, a this or a that. Okay, Brett, good. I want to go down. And I've also heard in Australia just a second. I want that, to read this that they're part not allowed to move their masks down when they're in public to drink. They have to figure out a way to drink through their masks. Yeah. So, okay, help so me out on that. The shielding approach yeah. requires several prerequisites for effective implementation. Several are addressed, including access to health care and provision of food. However, there are several prerequisites which require additional considerations. So here's more information. Each green zone has a dedicated latrine bathing facility for high school or for high-risk individuals. And dedicated latrine. latrine. So is Who that just like... Who the hell like, wants to go to a latrine? Well, That's what and you that do with the military. And that makes me think of like um, a big trench. I mean, do they have... Where's the toilet paper? It's just a big trench that you, you know, squat over, basically. Well, the latrine in Iraq I was mean, like, I'm like really? several box units with a big <laughs> and, tub in it, and you took a poop and a pee in that deal, and then you went on your business. Well, okay, and then here's the thing. So is somebody who's in poor health, who, you know, maybe has diabetes and has lost a foot, or who has, you know, some kind of an issue, again, if you're going to be putting the most medically fragile people in these camps— Aren't they the kind that needs the fancy hospital bathroom? Right. You know? I mean, this is just something else. It's unreal. It's um, unreal. And it goes on to say, to minimize external contact, each green zone should include able-bodied, high-risk individuals capable of caring for residents who have disabilities or less mobile. Otherwise, designate low-risk individuals for these tasks, preferably who have recovered from, from confirmed COVID-19 and are assumed assumed, assumed. to be immune. <laughs> yeah. And you know what assume means. I mean, this is real. This is on the CDC's website. This happened. This isn't fear-mongering. The CDC recommended to the U.S. government that this is what they do with American citizens, people. And now we have a president who's more concerned with local school mandates on masks versus 
an entire country burning with tens of thousands of our Americans still there. So you don't think, is it a big leap of faith to think that old Biden or one of his folks, whoever's running the country, and notice, and then Kamala, she didn't even, she just sits with her mouth zipped, and she was supposed to be one of these women who stood up for other women. Well, then where is she standing up for the American women who are stuck over in Afghanistan and who are, you know, in, in danger of being raped, murdered, stoned? Where is she on this? If you're right. the flip, well, she's silent and not anywhere to be found, just like on the border issue. You know, she's supposed to be the border czar for the southern border of the of the country. Well, wow, she's doing a fine job there. Well, not. it's like you know, it's like Gail says. What do they mean? What's the definition of high risk? Yeah. You know. Oh. F- you know, Fred says. I mean, oh, is it just if you're on. overweight, or if it's just if you have right. asthma? We don't know. Oh, just come on, JP. You probably get a house on that property. You don't. You don't know oh. about anyway. Yeah. 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 You're probably right, Fred. <laughs> uh, you know, and then Rebecca Good, Doctor Good says, sounds like what happened in Cuba when Castro took over, and this is what's funny. I posted all of that. I, I bring out evidence. I use historical facts. I use different books that were written to tell this woman, hey, this is not this is serious. And I'm going to respond to her fear-mongering because all that is is straw-polling, straw-hatting rhetoric is all that is uh, because there's nothing to that. I'm not fear-mongering. It's called information. It's here's the proof. Um, yeah, go find don't it. like that because they just like the emotional well, pull and she of it. You're, you're doing statistics, historically-based facts. What are you thinking, Jamie? Yeah, and then she's saying, well, she keeps capitalizing dying. People are dying. That's fear-mongering. You're using the word dying to try to convince people that it's okay to do something like this that's unproven, that's not proven to work. And if COVID gets in, then all of them could be wiped out. Yeah. And so it blows me away. Not to mention the fact, my one of my other arguments were, if you want to prevent COVID-19 from getting in this country and being a mass spreader, Shut the border down. Quit allowing people no, to come in again, to this country it, it's a, with COVID nineteen. Yeah, and then dispersing them throughout the country and letting them go because they're with refusing a the vaccine. Second or third cousin, twenty five times removed, and we don't know they aren't tested when they come in. Okay, I went to and, and I and, and I was okay with this. Um, Stacy Weaver, thank you very much. Was able to get. Um, uh, she ended up at the last minute having um, a. a Second ticket available for Maroon 5, who just love Maroon 5. Wonderful concert. So you either had to be vaccinated or go get a test. I have had a test in the last 48 hours. So I literally immediately, you know, jump up, run up to a clinic, get a test, test negative. So when you walk into Dos Equis, which used to be Starplex, which used to be Coca-Cola, uh, you know, the outdoor concert venue at Fair Park, um, you walk in, you either show them your vaccination um, card or you went and showed them your um, uh, your negative COVID test. Went in, not even maybe, maybe, maybe at a stretch. There were 10% of the people with masks on there and everybody, obviously you're at a big old concert that's practically sold out, no social distancing. Um, but that's how the band had decided to keep the, the concert goers safe, get the most workers, the most roadies, the most fans back out in seats for a live concert was fantastic. Have my Maroon 5 shirt on today. Thank you very much. Um, So I'm sitting here thinking, I'm an American citizen, yet in order to go do something that I've enjoyed my entire life, practically, which is going to a concert, I had to go through certain steps and do certain things 
as an American citizen. But these people who are coming in from across the border, they don't have the same rules that I have. And I just, I don't, again, another point of hypocrisy is deafening from the left. I just, I don't get it. Well, and better than that, is they're allowing, they're being allowed to come into this country with COVID-19. They're refusing the vaccine. And in a lot of, and I was down in South Texas. I'm, I'm talking to a man who drives a shuttle between hospitals and these shelters down yeah. there, right? Yeah. People are just walking out. And so and here's funny. no he's, accountability? He, no, and he is a Mexican-American man. Right. And he said, we need to keep these people out. We need to shut our borders down. And he's like, I've got family members in Mexico. They don't want to come here. They've got companies. They've got businesses. This man is not wealthy. He's a middle-class American, Mexican-American, who is saying this to me. Who is a legal immigrant. Correct. A and legal I, I mean, immigrant. Legal immigrant. Yeah. And I've had several conversations at the airport. In fact, a group formed talking about this. So here's something that's interesting, and it blows <laughs> my mind. The green zone and living areas for high-risk residents should be aligned with minimum humanitarian standards. The SHIELD approach requires strict adherence to infection prevention and control measures. They require uninterrupted availability of soap. They require uh, uninterrupted water, hygiene cleaning supplies, masks, face coverings, etc. for all individuals in the green zone. Thus, it is necessary to ensure minimum public health standards are maintained and possibly supplemented to decrease the risk of other outbreaks outside of COVID-19. Attaining and maintaining minimum sphere standards is difficult in these settings for the general population. So, again, we're using the idea, well, we can't control you out in America, but we can control you and your environment in a green zone. What a fallacy. You can't because you've got people bringing supplies to you. Um, You're wanting to use this. I love too, fully capable, high-risk caregivers. What the heck, heck, as Kathy would say? (laughs) What does that even mean? What the what? (laughs) And so now if COVID sneaks in, we're going to knock everybody out there as well. Here's what I don't understand. Our borders are wide open. People are flooding in. We are getting factual reports from ICE, from the Border Patrol, that these people are refusing vaccines. They're then being shipped all over the country. Help me out here. Can't. But yet we're going to lock up our folks in green zones. Can't. Can't help you. So then number two, (laughs) here's my number two biggie on this deal, right? Okay. We are showing that the the people are in the hospitals are like 99.2% unvaccinated. With a very small percentage of people that are going to the hospital with vaccinations. So whether you're a vaxxer or not a vaxxer, The fact is, the people that are going to the hospital, the people that are dying in larger numbers, again, are not vaccinated. Now, have we had people that we've lost that are vaccinated that are not allowed? Yes. Yes. Yes, it's happened. And it it will happen again. You know, um, it's interesting because um, Stacey and I were talking about just, you know, because she was on the front line as an educator. She, you know... Uh, those are those are first responders. Our educators are absolutely. If anybody thinks anything different, shame on you. Um, but we were talking about, you know, is is there some rhyme or reason? Because we both know people who, you know, have either you know gotten sick but had the shot, didn't have the shot, got sick but didn't have any symptoms. There's all the different combinations. Does it turn out that maybe it's a blood? 
blood type thing that if you've got a certain type of blood, I mean, do we right. find out 10 years from now that if you're O positive, you know, you're universal blood donor, that it doesn't matter if somebody coughs on you, shares their drink, you know, kisses you, whatever, you're just not going to get it. I, I don't know. I know I've got friends who, who have never gotten the flu before. And then you've got me who I get the shot and I, I get both strains anyways, you know, kind of a thing. So I don't think there, there are too many questions that are unanswered. And are we going to punish people who may never get this disease kind of a thing? I, you know, it, so many unanswered questions. But again, more people who are American citizens who should have these different rights. It's like rights well we don't need no stinking rights that's what it's it's going into with this administration kathy you screwed the line up it's oh. we don't need no more stinking badges yeah no but i, I was trying to say it with oh rights. oh gotcha. i was trying to make it funny what movie was that from i think it was the three amigos was it okay i believe so so <laughs> and him that was not a racist comment that was a comment from a funny movie right so i can remember the movie here we are monitor and evaluate the implementation <laughs> of the shielding approach you know, and again, here's we got people that are getting tested daily that oh, are yeah. doing the social distancing, wearing the mask, yeah. that are popping up with COVID-19. Yeah. And so how well, do you guarantee the safety of the green zone well, people? Well, somebody get, who gets tested, who has the vaccine, who was getting tested on a daily basis, uh, Governor Greg Abbott. You know, right. who were, who were asking for prayers for him. But from what I've heard again, so no far, symptoms. no symptoms. And, you know, so it's, again, then, okay, so was he protected? And would he have been in the hospital maybe if he didn't have the vaccine or the shot? I don't know. Uh, you well, know, but, and but my, again, yeah. my aunt got COVID-19. She's mm -hmm. vaccinated. Okay. Headache. California. Yeah. Okay. Mild stomach issue. Was always around my uncle, always around her mother. Why is that did important? They get, did they get of vaccinated they did. too? Okay. My uncle has kidney failure. Oh, yeah. He, he cannot on, get it. He's on dialysis, he's on right? Dialysis. Yeah. And then Granny is like 92 years old. Yeah. Okay. And she had neither of them being around her caught COVID 19. That's good. Okay. Which is a good thing. Yes. And again, her case was mild. Headache is what bothered her the most. Um, and so, again, if we're showing that the vaccine works and people choose not to get them, and those are the folks ending up in the hospital, you're not going to take a population and put them in green zones because we still have what we call freedom and liberty. And the day that we knock lose on that, wood, knock we are on no wood. longer us. We are no longer America. And that's the thing. And I feel like we just, we are having liberties stripped away from us left and right. Um, you've got kids who are being, their parents are sending them to school without a mask because that's a decision the, the family has made. Kids are coming home with a mask and saying, oh, yeah, and I have to memorize this song. And it's a song about wearing a mask. And I'm like, okay, is that propaganda for these young kids? I mean, come on. I mean, it, you start seeing some of the things going on, and it's just downright creepy because you're like, how is this? This should be a story I'm reading about in another country, but doggone it, it's in my own backyard. How? We're America. Oh, well, and act here, like it. Well, and here's the thing. You're, or Blazing Saddles. That's right. No stinking badge. Blazing Thank Saddles. Thank you. Which, oh, yeah, that, that movie could have been made nowadays. <laughs> so, Burton Gilliam. Love him. Right. Yeah. So here's the thing. Even the CDC recognizes this. Community acceptance and involvement in the design and implementation. Even with community involvement, there may be a risk of stigmatization. No kidding. Isolation, separation from family members, 
loss of freedom and personal interactions may require additional psychosocial support structures systems. See additional considerations below. Even the CDC recognizes that this is bad for us, that it's bad for our mental health, that it's going to cause issues, oh, that suicide. there is a loss of personal freedom. Suicide is it is is unreal. The mental health crisis in this country, we haven't even seen the tip of the iceberg yet. And, and, I, and I hate to revert to mm. this, but this dipshit that's arguing with me on Facebook and telling me Ooh, that I, buying I, after people. After the show, I'm reading JP's. <laughs> oh, you need to because I'm because I, I hate reverting to that, but it's like I don't know what else to tell this person. She's using you the fact that people are do, dying. You can't do logic versus emotions. And it's like you're you killing me here, yeah, person. Can't do it. They're taking away, and you think they're going to give it back? You don't think this is going to expand? You don't think there's going to be something else? Look what you got now—the Delta variant. Then you've got the whatever lambda, variant. Lambda, yeah, lambda right, variant. Right. Yep. Then you got this variant and this variant. Well, I think, and somebody said this on one of the shows I was watching um, last night, and that was that, um, and and people have said this before, Dr. Clothier has said this, at some point we've got to accept this is here and we're going to have to learn to live with it. Live being the key word there, not give up your liberties, not give up, um, you know, your your day-to-day, the way you operate, make adjustments according to you and your family, and then go from there. You can't just shut everything down. And there are people, you know, and, and my mom's one of them. My mom's at look at, looking at having to have one, maybe two more surgeries. And y'all know, and y'all have been so kind to pray for her um, with both of her eye surgeries this summer. Um, so she's looking at possibly in the fall having to do one, for sure one more surgery, maybe two, most likely two. Um, and... Fear is, well, Kathy, what happens if they start shutting down, uh, you know, and these are to a certain extent elective. They're not life-threatening, but they're very significant. They're life-altering issues. So does she, so she's sitting here saying, we don't know that we're not going to get shut down again. That's really scary that people are making, again, like we've done before, health decisions based on what a runaway president is going to do. And who knows? Right. He's making these decisions. And if he's not the one making them, I don't care. He's the one signing the check, so, you know, so to speak. So it this any blood is on his hands right now. So and you better get out and vote in the 2022 election. You better. High-risk minors should be accompanied into isolation. Did you catch that again? Isolation. isolation. By a single caregiver who will also be considered a green zone resident in terms of movements and contacts with those outside the green zone. I mean, I I can't read all of this for you, but read this on your own. This is real. President Trump said no, and yet this thing is now resurfacing and President Biden is looking at this, and this is a problem for me. I don't know about you. This isn't fear-mongering. This is real. This is taking away Americans' freedoms while we're allowing people to bleed into our country, carrying COVID-19, and yet COVID-19 is not the worst thing we got out there floating around right now. There's all kinds of things that are going on floating around out there. I mean, there's all kinds of comparisons you can draw uh, from daily people being killed by by, uh, gang violence, by DWI... DWI accident deaths. I mean, there's all kinds of comparisons you can draw. Right. And so with that being said, all I can tell you to do is read this on your own, formulate your own opinion, 
If you agree with me, send this out to every American you know. Well, people do need to be concerned. And then do like like you did, contact elected officials and just say, hey, do, are you aware of this? What are your thoughts on this? And start, you know, put this on the map. Now, and I'm not making light of COVID in any way, shape, or form. We have lost family and friends to COVID, not making light of it. But um, Gail and Coach Quigley were, because Lambda, and I thought the same thing when I heard Lambda. Lambda, 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 and Omega Moo. That is from Revenge of the Nerds. Great movie. Just, it is Friday. We do have to laugh. <laughs> because if not, when we think about our reality in America right now and where we are as a country and how, how other countries are viewing us, which I don't care just as long as we're safe, you know, we're, it makes you want to cry. So anyway, so thanks for the laugh. I, I get the reference because well, I thought uh, the same thing. So, again, just get this information out. It's real. It's not being made up. The far right didn't create it. The far left didn't create it. This thing was created by the CDC. Don't allow our country to be taken over yeah. out of fear, and that's what people are doing. With that being said, I'm afraid the saltine cracker may end up being <laughs> No longer necessary. Behind? Oh, that I've got to look something. See, up. I like, love yeah, the saltine cracker. You just know what a else good old-fashioned saltine cracker. Hey, soy, saltines have also come out with the oyster cracker. Well, a long time ago, but the oh, oyster cracker. And the oyster cracker is fantastic for like tomato those. soup. And I remember being Chicken a little soup. kid. You know, any my, soup, yeah, chili, um, clam chowder. I remember being um, a little kid. And my mom used to do oyster crackers, and so I, I always did that with my kids as well. Um, but it's so funny because I was watching. And I love Triscuits. I love the plain one, love the flavored ones, um, love Triscuits. And, you know, I like to do like Triscuits with some type of a, you know, a, a good cheese on top or, say, you know, something on it. But the other day they were showing, and I've got to look this up. I wonder if it's going to say online how many flavors there are. But there are, I mean, my goodness, this is, okay, this is the uh, Triscuit, the home flavor. Okay, there's. There's fig and honey. There is um, dill sea salt. There is avocado cilantro, fire roasted tomatoes, um, uh, gouda, uh, smoked gouda, um, triscuit tzatziki, um, the original one. Um, what else? Uh, uh, salt and salt and uh, balsamic vinegar, and then salt and olive oil roasted garlic uh, and the list goes on and on and on now one of my favorites i think it's right here is the um oh, i like the cracked pepper i do like the cracked pepper because i, I think you can have any kind of cheese on that and that's going to be okay but i just started thinking and i was at in, in like the, i was on overload at the grocery store the other day with how many flavors of triscuits are then you go to the wheat thins which my husband's a wheat thin person but i'm not but you've got ranch and you've got garlic you got different flavors on that and then you've got low fat and then you've got light and you've got low sodium and all of these things the cracker aisle is almost as vast as the chip aisle now oh it's more vast because even ritz have gone into these like hard Crackers like, and uh, they're like um, almost like chips, but they're not. They're like the pop, ch well, not pop chips. That's a, that's a whole other thing. But um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. They're like I love those, too. and those those are good. Yeah, those are good. Um, my mouth's starting to water. So, I just talked about crack pepper. Know, I, my mouth's I'll tell to water. you, I'm I'm a fan <laughs> of just the regular old chip, the Ritz cracker, the saltine cracker, the um, now one of my favorites that I could just sit there and eat all day, um, not the Triscuit. But the, um, 
Oh, the other one, the little square one that's in the yellow box made by Nabisco. Wheat Thins. Wheat, wheat Thins. Yeah, that Michael's a big Wheat Thin. I'm not a Wheat Thin Man, fan. I could, and I love taking the can of cheese that's way good for you. And I love putting it on <laughs> For some wheat reason, thins. I don't think that's on JP's kitchen. Yes, no. No, that would be <laughs> a Sunday spray moment. Che- the yeah. spray cheese. Yeah. Yeah, there is no redeeming value of spray cheese <laughs> other than the flavor of oh, me eating it. The redeeming, the redeeming quality of the spray cheese is that it will last 20 years into the zombie apocalypse. So that's one of those things. Go and get antibiotics. Go and get um, reading glasses because your eyes will change as you get older. And then go get all the spray can cheese you can because it'll last forever. You don't need a can opener. You can eat it off your finger if you need to or put it right in your mouth. (laughs) So during the zombie apocalypse, Twinkies? Yep. And Twinkies and spray can can cheese. Like I said, don't need a can opener for either one. Can eat them by themselves. It's all good. But, I mean, I love being able to put, like, I love my saltine crackers. I love butter on them. And jam. Oh, okay. Oh, that's that's, see, old... now that's like a little, when I was a little kid, I remember yeah. that. And like, if you ever had a, an upset stomach, your mom would give you saltines with maybe a little bit of butter or something and some ginger ale. Yeah. That started my ginger ale, which is which is my drug of choice. You know, we've got this pink cloud coming up next, which is a great show on recovery. Um, I have, have heard some personal stories from, from folks who that show has helped recently. It's just so great. But they're, anyways, they're on today after us, so so catch them. But um, yeah, drug of choice is something they're always talking about. Mine is ginger ale. It is liquid crack to me. So, it keeps me away doing, from water. But this isn't a ginger ale versus know, the world. But I this is crackers versus the world. <laughs> and so saltine crackers. Flavored crackers. Butter. Well, and then they get saltines with wheat. Wheat saltine yeah, I, I crackers, do which I'm like, eh, if you're going to eat a saltine, a saltine is, is the normal way. And the, the best ones are premium and saltines. I yeah. don't buy anything else. Mostly yeah. I buy saltines. Well, and, and I don't even like, um, when you go for saltine crackers, I don't like the, um, I've never liked a generic brand of them. To me, they don't right. have the same uh, flaky they don't crispness. Have the crunch. The cr- yeah, they don't they're have the very crunch. kind of, when you bite into them, it seems like they're already stale. Exactly. That's what I, that, I feel like they're already stale, the, so gen- the generic. Uh, the saltine brand. crackers for my butter. And my jam, and into my soups, yep. and chili. Now Ritz crackers, I just do a little everything, a little bit of cheese, maybe a little meat, uh, maybe melt something on them. Uh, I've done tuna fish Ritz crackers where I've melted them in the oven mm-hmm. with cheese and an olive on top. Oh yeah, way good. There's a million things you can do with a Ritz yeah. cracker. One of the things I do this um, for holidays. It's one of the little side dishes I I like to make, and it used to make it with the kids and it was always fun big mess in the kitchen but um we've done this with pretzels and also with ritz crackers you do the melted um like chocolate that's in the different flavors like you know or in the different colors you can get it like at michael's you dip the ritz you take a ritz cracker you dip about three-fourths of it into the melted chocolate or white chocolate or whatever the case may be take it out while the while the stuff is still drying put sprinkles on it. So I'll decorate, you know, red and green or green and gold or uh, gold and silver or red and green for Christmas, um, orange, brown, and yellow for um, for Thanksgiving. And it's just kind of a fun little festive kind of a thing. Sprinkles, you know, uh, rainbow sprinkles for somebody's birthday. There's so many fun things you can do with the Ritz. So for but me, I don't like a Ritz by itself. See, I do. See, for okay, me, uh-uh, uh-uh. for me, I just want the regular plain cracker. That's just, all you I You just want. like a good old salt. I do. And yeah. even the new Ritz ones where they're the plain, but they're more crunchy. They're kind of like a, a, a chip, chip, but they're not. 
even though it's just plain. are they like air baked or one of those? Yeah, I've got to go like look that. and see They're which one good. that is. I have not tried that yet. They're way are good. they the ones that are in that have the cheese flavor? They have some like that. They've got even like sour cream and onion. They've oh, got, okay, okay. I, then I'm gonna have to check those out. Even like um, cheese its. There's 19 flavors, and you can get right. extra toasty, which is the one my son likes, where they're almost like burnt. Um, it's like it, it, again, the cracker aisle has gone from being a small section to the entire one whole side. Right. Yeah. And sometimes it's mixed in with cookies, uh, right. which I, I kind of don't get. Cookies and crackers being mixed in together. I but, don't. Eh. So with that being <laughs> said, let us know what kind of now crackers you love on the feed. Tell but us what I'm you hungry. like. Um, let's see. Uh, Gail says she likes crack of all kinds, according to my bad hearing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she has liquidized crack. Is is crack a liquid or is it a? It's a. It's a little stone, right? Right. What is crack. Crack's when you break it up, like and then you get it into a liquid and smoke it, right? What are you talking? About? I don't know because she's saying it's liquid. Kathy is liquidized crack. Oh yeah, ginger ale is a liquid. Oh, did that say liquidized? Yeah, I think so. No, well, she likes crack. I think this is liquid of all kinds, according to my la- my bad hearing. Oh no, that's her second statement. Oh, I read this. Oh no, oh Fred's the one who said Fred. Now Kathy has liquidized crack. There you go. All yes, right, you hear the music rail. playing. I hear oh, the music miss. playing. It is time yeah. for us to exempt the building and be safe. I'm Kilroy's conversation uh, Saturday. Uh, Doctor be Dr. good. Be good. Ask Doctor be good on Sunday. So much going on. Every time she thinks her show's going to be like, oh, we're going to be winding this down, it ramps back up because there's just so much out there in education right now. There is. um, And we'll be talking about um, COVID again on Monday. Um, You know, any new new developments there, Dr. Dr., um, Clothier will be on with us. We're going to get Loriston on to talk about this thing with peptides. I really think there's something there. Um, his product was pulled from Amazon. And I'm like, okay, if there's something out there that can make somebody healthier or help their immune system, even if it's not helping them with COVID, but it's helping them to not get cancer or not get diabetes or not get heart disease, doggone it. Let people have that choice. Again, I'm so mad at all the choices being taken away from right. us. And also be careful about the materials they use to stick up your nose for a COVID test. Uh, Coach Quigley sent us a Ooh. video that I watched. The well, I nurse watched that yet. went on and talked about one of the elements on that swab is a carcinogen for humans. What the what? Yep. And of course, all of it's made in uh, China. China. All right. With that being said, Ooh. have a great weekend. Be safe. We'll be see blessed. you on Monday.